Your life's not like anyone else's. And chances are you found yourself on adventures you never planned to take. It's all part of this crazy journey we call life. Learning how to embrace the unexpected while working to live your best life is not easy. But you've come to the right place. Because in my world, if it's highly unlikely, it's practically guaranteed to happen. I'm Lavina Perry, and this is the Highly Unlikely Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. This week is four years since I lost my husband Jason to suicide. Four years and it still feels impossible to wrap my brain around what he did and all of the devastation that followed. Anniversaries used to mean something very different to me. They used to be a a time of celebration and time for people to gather and to share joy and happiness. Most anniversaries now just bring back the emotions and remind me of all that was lost. So on today's episode, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm not going to be sharing strategies or talk about creating foundations for success I'm going to share um, some thoughts that I have written down all about loss and grieving and time and healing. When my dad was a little boy, he had several uncles that were teenagers that he loved to hang out with. One afternoon, they were huddled inside of a truck topper that had been removed from a truck and was in the backyard of my grandmother's house that they had turned into a makeshift clubhouse. They were engaged in the very ill-advised activity of playing with gasoline and matches. Because of the small space, the vapors from the gasoline gradually filled the air, unknowingly causing a very dangerous situation. A match was struck, the vapor ignited, and the boys scrambled to escape. But my dad, the smallest of all the boys, had trouble escaping and suffered third-degree burns on his leg before he was pulled from the flames. He spent time in the hospital and suffered terribly as his legs slowly healed. Seventy years later, he still bears the scar of that day. His leg, while fully functional, has a very thin and translucent layer of skin covering nearly the entire area below the knee that is very easily bruised and damaged. He's always been very careful to keep it covered and try and protect it, but he used his leg as an object lesson to teach us the dangers of playing with fire a mistake that none of us have ever made. By all accounts, his leg is completely healed, but it will never be the same. And so it goes for people who suffer trauma and loss. Time heals all wounds, they say. And technically, this may be correct, but for those who are wounded by loss, they are never the same. As the wounds heal, they are replaced by lifelong scars that are easily damaged. After Jason died, I measured time by counting the days since his death which turned into weeks, that turned into months, and have now turned into years. I wished for the time to pass. I longed for time to create space between myself and the loss that cut so deeply. I needed the passage of time to protect me from the pain. I looked forward to a time when enough time had passed that people stopped looking at me with pity. Enough time so that the people I met would never have known me from the time before. Time to create space, time to allow for healing, time to create a new life that was 
unattached to my past life, time to move forward, time to forget. While waiting for time to heal and protect me, I learned a few things. I learned that time creates enough space to separate yourself from the emotion, but not from the event itself. Time allows you to heal, but doesn't prevent terrible scars that can be bruised and broken open, requiring more time to heal. I learned that time helps you create a new life, but it is never detached from your past life because your new life was born from the loss. You can no more live your new life without thinking about your past life than you can live without thinking about your parents and where or who you come from. The loss is an inseparable part of your identity, like it or not. I learned that time does allow you to move forward a few steps at a time, but it doesn't stop you from getting sucked backwards now and then. Time never lets you forget. It just lets you smooth over the rough parts and find the silver linings hidden beneath the sadness and the anger. I learned that everyone grieves differently on their own timeline. Some people may heal quickly and form sturdy scars. Others heal slowly, forming tenuous scars that are easily bruised and damaged. But there are others who continually pick open the wound and refuse to allow it to heal, preferring to stay fresh in the grief from their loss, sometimes for years and years. The one thing you learn in a community of people who are dealing with terrible loss is to respect each person's grieving process and their right to grieve however they want, without judgment, but with empathy and understanding. And time and healing comes to each person as uniquely as their DNA. So when I speak of grief and time and healing, I can only speak from my own grief journey. Some will find similarities they can relate to, especially those who have suffered a similar loss, while others who will listen to my story and my feelings about loss and grieving will find very little that they can relate to, and that's okay. That just means that their grief journey has been very different than mine, and maybe their loss was very different than mine. But the one thing that will always be the same for everyone who grieves is that time will pass. It will march on like a hard master, irrespective of our feelings or desires. In that passage of time, circumstances, emotions, coping mechanisms, and day-to-day lives will change. And somewhere within all of that, some form of textbook healing will eventually take place as those who are left behind continue to wake up each day and take breath, moving ever so slowly away from the last moment of shared time and space with their loved one. For me, avoidance is one of my go-to coping mechanisms. I avoid things that I know will cause me pain. Recognizing this in myself doesn't make it any easier when I have to face something I know will cause pain, like family reunions, birthdays, anniversaries, driving down certain roads, eating certain foods, or watching certain shows. But a lifetime of never eating another Oreo just because they were Jason's favorite didn't really make a lot of sense. For a couple of years, I simply didn't buy Oreos. But the kids kept asking for them, so I allowed them in the house, but I still refused to touch them. Then, one day, standing in the pantry, faced with a package of Oreos, I decided to breach the grief barrier and eat an Oreo. Eating that Oreo made me remember. Remembering damaged the scar. Oreos are forever ruined. That's how grief works.
Both my parents and Jason's parents celebrated 50 years of marriage this year, which means that I had two big anniversary parties to attend. An anniversary that I will never celebrate. Bruised to the scar. As I was dancing with my dad, the already bruised scar was ripped open as I suddenly realized that neither of my daughters will ever have the opportunity to dance with their dad as grown women to celebrate any special occasion. So instead of enjoying dancing with my dad to celebrate 50 years of marriage to my mom, I burst into tears and was overcome by grief for the losses that just keep piling up. That's how grief works. So I dutifully protect my thin and delicate scar by keeping it covered up and avoiding things that will damage it, just like my dad does with his burned leg. He never wears shorts. He always wears a long sock and thick pants. And even then, sometimes accidents happen and he bumps it or wounds it. It's unavoidable, but he does his best to protect it at all times. For now, I will protect my scar by continuing to avoid the more painful things. I understand that despite doing my best, accidents will happen. There will be bumps along the way that will damage it, and I will have to heal again. Perhaps over time, my scar will thicken, my healing will become more comfortable, or maybe I will always carry a delicate scar that needs careful protection. Only time will tell. So next time you're with someone who has suffered a terrible loss and you find yourself searching for something meaningful to say and you're tempted to fall back on an old cliche like time heals all wounds, keep in mind that while you may technically be correct, that doesn't mean that they will ever be the same and you don't know the scars they will carry with them forever. So find a better way to convey empathy and support that doesn't cause more pain. I have tried to think about things that people have said that were my favorite, that really made me feel supported and loved and not pitied or end up me trying to comfort them. There's only one. They said, I can't imagine how difficult this is for you to go through. I'm always here for you anytime. That's it. No cliches, no old adages, no apologies that leave me feeling like I need to tell them it's okay. Because it's not just a recognition that it is a difficult loss and they don't have experience with it and they can't possibly understand. And then letting me know that I am not alone in the world. Because yes, time is a powerful healer. And yes, I am stronger from having suffered a terrible loss. But no, not everything happens for a reason. And no, it wasn't the Lord's time for him to go. And no one in the midst of grief is in the proper headspace to receive any of that. And it feels very insensitive to drop a shallow quip on a situation with so much depth of emotion. And if none of that makes sense to you or you just can't understand how someone could be hurt by someone else's words of condolence shared with the best of intentions, count yourself lucky. Because that means you have not suffered a loss that cut so deeply, you weren't sure if it would ever heal or the pain would ever end. And then step back from your own thoughts and feelings about loss far enough to consider that perhaps you don't know and you don't understand because you have never experienced it for yourself. Then say a little prayer of gratitude and then perhaps you could issue some grace to those who have. 
recognizing that there is no way for you to fully understand their loss or the way they feel. Grieving is a long and ugly process, but it is a process, one that cannot be avoided indefinitely no matter how hard someone tries. Eventually, they will have to walk through the emotions and the pain if they ever want to get to a place of healing, however long that may take. If you are walking on this path currently, you are not alone. Find your fellow travelers who are walking their own grief journey and share the path. It is good to have company along the way. They may not be your forever friends, but they can be some of your best friends and the only people in the world who truly understand what your journey is like and how it feels to walk that path. If you are not on a grief journey, but you know someone who is, allow them the time they need to heal. Love them unconditionally. Do not judge them for how they are coping or the path they are taking on their grief journey. Just love them. Be there for them and support them, because chances are, One day, you will be taking your own walk through the devastation and the loss and be starting your own grief journey. And those who have already walked the path will be the greatest support and the most loving friends to have cheering you on and supporting you along the way. And who knows, you may find, as I have found, that it is not time that heals, but rather it is the love of friends and family who carried you cared for you, and loved you unconditionally during your darkest times that leads to the healing and the peace that you seek. And that's all I have for you today. So until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Highly Unlikely Podcast, you can find more by following me on Facebook at A Highly Unlikely Life or find me on the web at a highly unlikely life.com. And don't forget to subscribe.